All right, welcome back to another episode of the Forfeit Fatherhood Podcast, a podcast for fathers by fathers, where we talk about the four pillars of fatherhood, which are faith, family, finance, and fitness. And this episode is the first of a new series. This new series will be about present providers, right? This is something that I've, I've gotten tons of questions about, tons of things that, you know, come up as I work with guys, uh, working with fathers, uh, working with men in general, um, trying to be better fathers, trying to be uh, better men is, is how do I, how do I be present and provide? Like how, how do I do that effectively is probably more of the question is like, because guys know just in general that their job is to provide, like your job is to go out and, and bring home the bacon, so to speak. Um, but I think we're in a new generation of men that are a little bit more in, in touch with their with their nurturing nature, right? Their their want to be present. I think it comes from a generation of men who uh, come from a generation of men who were not involved in that way, where where dads went out and dads were tough and hardened and they didn't show emotion. And you know, I saw something the other day. It was a quote that said, "A father never tells you that he loves you; he shows you." And I think a lot of men because they were children at the time, didn't understand what their father was showing them. They didn't see it necessarily as love or they couldn't understand it as love. And instead they got, you know, hard love, the tough lessons that they had to learn, uh, the tough conversations that were had, um, you know, the, the disciplinary and the, the, you know, all those things, right. They don't get hugs. They don't get kisses. They don't get told I'm proud of you. They don't get told I love you. Um, all those things. And so what happens is, is we have a reaction and the complete opposite is now men are like, yo, I never, I never felt love from my father. So I want to give love to my children. My dad was never there. So I want to be there full, full force. Like dudes are leaving their jobs to be home and be present. I'm one of them, right? I left the career that I was in twice actually, so that I could be available for my family in a way that I felt best fit them and best felt fit me, uh, which is different for everybody, right? Not everybody is going to be able to do that. I was blessed to be in a situation where I was able to do that. Um, and, and then once I decided I was going to do it, I continue to make situations that fit that situation, that fit that, that narrative, I guess it will say. Um, I am someone who considers fatherhood to be my purpose. And so I pursue fatherhood with a passion uh that somebody will pursue their purpose with right you may feel that your purpose is something else you you i mean i have i feel like i have other purposes in life like i work with with youth athletes um it's something that i'm passionate about it's something that's purpose-filled work um it's something that i would do if i wasn't getting paid a whole lot to do it um it's something that i have done uh for free a lot of times just because i wanted to see a young person succeed but i think that also comes from the nature of fatherhood being my purpose, that being a father figure or just wanting to help a young person, a child, a young man, a young woman uh, grow and learn and become all that they can be is a fatherhood type trait. Um, and so that's why I think that that training part of what I do makes sense. And the way that I do it makes sense because it gives me an opportunity to sharpen my fatherhood tools. Um, I've had the privilege of working with every athlete I can think of from from eight years old to, to, you know, professional athletes, gold medalists, uh, Super Bowl champions, World Series champions, uh, various college uh, sport champions, NCAA champions, college, sorry, high school champions, 
uh, individual award winners and so on and so forth. But when I look back at the similarities of all of those things, it's it's fatherhood. Um, whether it be having conversations with their fathers about their child and, and, and really enjoying those conversations or seeing the success that they have, like filling my heart with, with excitement and joy to see them go on and be successful, um, to be able to teach lessons when they aren't so successful, to be able to talk them through it, talk to them with it, to help them grow and, like I say, learn. But getting back on track. So the last eight weeks or so, and it may be longer, I got to look back, but it may be longer, maybe less. Uh, you haven't heard from me. You haven't heard of a forfeit fatherhood podcast. You haven't heard an interview. You haven't heard a solo episode. You haven't even heard anything. It's been crickets. And the reason for that is I have spent the last, uh, eight weeks or so working on creating what I like to call the, the present provider. Um, it actually started out as a handbook, but now it's a full blown course. It's the present present provider bootcamp. Um, it is an eight week module. Uh, full of all of the things that I have learned, that I've researched, that I've found to help men. And these are things that I've done, things that the guys that I work with have done uh, to help men be more present in their lives, to show up in the lives of, the, of their children and their families the way that they want to, without feeling overwhelmed, without feeling like they sacrifice themselves, without losing uh, sight of what they love in their career. It's It's ultimately... Uh, a, a men's guide to being fulfilled in your career and in your home, right? Like I don't like to use the term work-life balance. I very rarely use the term work-life balance. I only say it because it's what makes sense to other people. Um, but I like the term work-life harmony, right? Because when you think of you think of a band, right? Or you think of a acapella group, probably the best way to do it. Like Boys to Men is one of my favorite groups. Uh, when I was younger in the 90s, one of my favorite groups is Boys to Men. And I think back on like their harmony, their ability to harmonize. Um, you know, Wanye is a great singer. Sean's a great singer. Big Mike's got the deep voice. Like they all have their intricate parts, but it's that harmony that makes them special. It's the harmony. Like each one has the ability to excel in their individual like tone. Right. And then when they come together, it's something beautiful and magical. Right. And so it's similar to your work in life, like your relationship with your wife or your significant other. That needs to be beautiful. Right. The tone of that, the timbre, the, 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 the sound quality of it needs to be beautiful. Right. The way that you perform at work, your enjoyment and the stuff that you do at work, um, your productivity at work has to be phenomenal, has to be on point. Um, the way you are with your children, the way you nurture, the way you care, the way you guide, the way you instruct, the way you discipline also has to be on point. And these things have to be in harmony. No one thing is more important than the other. Um, and, and I used to be one that would say, you know, work and life, you can't like we try to balance them. And the reason I don't like work life balance is because you can't really balance the two things. They don't have equal value. Right. When we're trying to balance something, we have to try to find the values that make it equal. Um, and I think it would be it's more like a, a pound of feathers and a pound of gold. Yes, of course, they both equal a pound, but I would much rather have a pound of gold than a pound of feathers unless I'm making like a down comforter or a pillow or something. Um, but again, I'd rather have a pound of gold. Right. And to me, family time is a pound of gold. 
But here's the thing is you can't separate those two because if things get crazy at work, your family life is affected because you go to work, you're stressed out, you're whatever. And and no matter how good you are at meditating and separating, compartmentalizing and clearing your mind, that bleeds into your family life, right? Because you are a person and your family, if you're communicating correctly, your wife knows that things are crazy at work. Uh, Your kids may not know, but they know something's going on with dad. Um, If you get fired at work, you don't have a job. That for sure is going to affect your family life, right? Vice versa, flip side, you and your wife are, are beefing. You got an argument, right? You carry that into work with you. No matter how how well you compartmentalize, that is going to affect you. It's going to weigh on you. So the two things are not equal, right? So they don't equal the same amount and they can't be separated. So what you have to do is harmonize. Like the songs are written in five-part harmony. One of my favorite movies is The Five Heartbeats. And uh, at the beginning of the movie, one of the one of the singers doesn't show up. Um, and, and Duck, who's played by Robert Townsend, is like, yo, these songs are written in five part harmony. He, why does he always do this? I need like you need all five people to be there for the song to be what it is. And it's the same thing with your life. You need all of those components to be there in order for it to be what it is. But you also need all of those people to be there and show up or all those things to be there and show up in the best way that they can in the role that they have, right? Like I don't need the guy who sings bass to come in and try to be the lead singer. Very rarely does that happen. I just need him to be the rhythm. I need him to be the undertone of what's happening, right? I don't always need the two lead singers because you always have like a a Bobby Brown and a Ralph Tresvin, (laughs) right? I don't need them going at each other unless that's what the song is. I need one of them to take the back seat while the other one sings, and then maybe on the next song, they switch up, right? But that's something that we have to understand. And so as we spend the next few weeks, uh, and there'll be guest interviews and some solo episodes, if if we we take these next few weeks uh, and we dive into this work-life balance, the hope is to, or work-life harmony, my hope is to help you guys find your way to navigate it um, to hear the experiences and thoughts of the other men uh, who are going through it, some very successful businessmen, uh, some regular everyday guys, uh, some guys doing different different types of things, right? And I think that's important too, is to see that no matter what it is that you do, no matter who you are or where your social status is, everybody is struggling with the same thing. Everybody kind of has some of the same issues, some of the same stuff going on. Um, and then seeing how someone else is overcoming see what tools they're using, see how they're able to overcome. Um, I think it's definitely beneficial to all of us uh, because we can learn from other men. And I think that's the beauty of community. Um, so one other thing. So the, the two things. One, the Present Provider Bootcamp is available. Um, if, you, if you have the link, um, well, I mean, I think everybody has a link, right? Um, the link will be in the show notes. So if you look down below, you'll see it in the show notes. Um, www.forfitfatherhood.card.co uh, with two R's, card with two R's. Um, and you, that's all the Forfit Fatherhood stuff, all of the uh, the podcast, the the YouTube page, the Instagram page, uh, the the book, the Father's Roadmap is there, the coaching program, uh, the Present Provider Boot Camp is there, any of the affiliates that I affiliate for, Ted Copri is there. Um, four, four fathers, uh, polos is there. Um, 
any of that stuff, anything, all things forfeit fatherhood are at that link. So you click that link, you'll find everything that you need to find. Um, if you're not already following me on social media, uh, I definitely suggest you do so. I'm starting to get active on, on TikTok. I wasn't really, um, but I'm starting to get active on there. Um, I've been doing accountability challenges. So if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen this probably pop up or depending on how your algorithm works, but I've been doing like accountability challenges and I have an accountability group on Instagram. Uh, we started in November, uh, mostly fitness oriented, but we are also diving now into mental health a little bit. So we're doing some meditation. We're doing some, some breath work. We're, we're talking about how to improve ourselves physically and mentally as we go into the next year. Um, getting a head start on that, not waiting until the new year, new you phase. Um, but we want to try to be a couple of weeks, couple of months into uh, transforming ourselves uh, before we start, you know, thinking about, uh, oh, oh, well, we got to do it because January 1st is coming. January 1st is not magic. Um, anyway, I'm going to get off here before I start rambling. I've got to go uh, be very present in some work meetings and then I get to go home and be very present with my children. Um, again, present provider bootcamp is available. Click the link, uh, find out more information and I'll talk to you guys soon.